Welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast. I am your host, Bryn, and I'm so glad you're here. Every time I record, I get to chat with a friend who has a story to tell, a passion to share, or a dream that she's pursuing. Today on the podcast, I want to share with you the story of my friend, Ashley. Ashley is wife to Brett and mom to two sweet babies born eight weeks apart. She has a heart for women and speaks life into them through her ministry, Flourish. What I love about Ashley is her authentic heart, her sense of humor, her passion for Jesus, and the way that that passion exudes out of every aspect of her life. We chat about what it was like when she found out she was pregnant with her baby, Todd, which was a week after finding out her baby girl's birth mom had chosen them. You will hear us chat about how she started her ministry, Flourish. We also talked about a time of refining that is happening in her life right now and how it's going. I even shared my childhood story of why I love her name so much. It's so embarrassing. Again, thanks for listening, and here's our conversation. The way I met you, Uh first let me talk about your name, because your name is Ashley, and it's spelled A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H. Yeah, yeah. When we played Dress Up... My name was Monica Lee Woods. Like, my fake name was Monica Lee Woods. And Lee had to be spelled L-E-I-G-H. Girl, no way. <laughs> so much. Just, like, uh, just the fact that you had, like, a make, like, a, a fake name for your dress-up. I would have never even thought of that yes. as a child. I wish and, I would have tapped into that. And my, child, my childhood friends that are listening, there are a few. Sarah, Elizabeth, Robin will be like, yep, Monica Lee Woods, L-E-I-G-H. It had to be L-E-I-G-H. <laughs> And I spelled it every time because it had to be L-E-I-G-H. Girl, do you know what's funny is my mom, so my middle name is Ann, and my mom has actually, like, named me. She she spelt it A-N-N, but as a little girl, like, I just wouldn't have that. Like, I've always tagged an E on the end. So I have literally changed my middle name to A-N-N-E. Like, I like Anna not, Green like, Gables. legally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with yeah. an E. We can't have an N without an E. And <laughs> so it. I don't know what she was thinking. No, I'm just kidding. I She's love awesome. It. But, I love yeah. it. When I saw you and then I knew, like, I read your story, I was like, okay, well, I'm already in love with her because of her name because it's spelled L-E-I-G-H. I love her mom already. And then now I love your story. So I followed you, I think, through Lindsay Wingo. I yeah, think I was yeah. seeing, I don't know, she liked something of yours or commented or something. And I was like, I think I need to know this girl. And then I followed your story and I was like, this is an incredible story. Like this girl, it's crazy. This is this. Okay. And so tell us about your husband and your family. Okay. Well, I met my husband at Waffle House. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It gets better. (laughs) No, for real. So I had like just started a guy fast. Like I had like tapped into dating a whole lot of guys before my husband. And I was like, I had literally just had a heart to heart with Jesus and was like, I'm not doing it. Um, the next mm-hmm. guy that I date will yeah. be my husband. I'm tired of this. And yeah. I know this is not your will for me. So anyways, me and my sweet little friends, um, we went to a college ministry night at my church. Well, my husband, Brett, was there as well. And I, I didn't even, I didn't see him there at all. Um, but somehow we all ended up at Waffle House afterwards. Yes. And when I saw him, he was the finest thing <laughs> I had ever seen. And I was like, are you kidding me, God? Like, are you kidding me? I'm on a fast. Yeah, like, what? Like, what? I just started like two hours before I met the dude. <laughs> I'm started. like, right, why would you do this? So anyways, like I, I held my end of the bargain and I went uh-huh. six months and we were, we <gasps> developed a solid friendship. And um, hey. anyways, it was quickly removed out of the friend status though. As soon as the fast was over, like I was very much into him. He was 
like my little Italian stallion. He's not even Italian. He's like <laughs> Cherokee Indian. But how, anyways, how long so. was your fast? How long did you have to wait? Uh, well, I met Brett in January, and so I waited six months. I think it was six months. I didn't actually, we didn't become official, like really start getting to know each other until um, September. I'm impressed. So, I'm really impressed. Well, that's it was it. tough. I'm not, it was very tough because he is, I don't know if you've seen him, but he, he looking good. So it was real he's tough. Yeah. It was real tough to do that. But anyway, oh, so moving God. forward, um, <laughs> me and Brett just celebrated our five year anniversary and, okay. um, I guess it was like two years after we had been married. So I started and we decided that we were going to try to start a family, mm-hmm. but I've got to backtrack and say that like, before I even met Brett, God put adoption on my heart. I mean, mm-hmm. plain as day, that is a story in and of itself that mm-hmm. we don't have time for, mm-hmm. but <laughs> God put adoption on my heart. Yeah. And I knew that I was going to have a little girl that didn't look like me. And um, mm-hmm. anyways, so when we got married, I was ready out of the gate to start pursuing adoption. <laughs> wow. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. He had to pump the brakes, which is fine because we needed us time. But um, we decided that, you know, we were just going to we were going to try leave it in the Lord's hands. Well, we began trying and a year passed by and I wasn't pregnant at all. Um, and so, you know, we consulted with infertility specialists and doctors and things. And I ended up getting on um, an infertility drug. And, you know, because of that, I, because of the Lord, really, um, I got pregnant. Uh, when was it? It was. October of 2015, I got pregnant. Mm -hmm. And about eight weeks after that, I had a miscarriage Mm -hmm. um, with my first baby. That was Mm -hmm. devastating. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, my gosh. That was devastating. God's given me such a heart for women who have gone through infertility, first of all, Mm -hmm. and then miscarrying their first child after waiting for so long. So, Mm -hmm. anyways, we jumped to um, December. I got pregnant again. Mm -hmm on the medicine. Um, Mm -hmm. but the baby did not last as either. Um, so we lost the baby at about five weeks. And then after that, we packed our bags and went to Disney world and we were like, we just can't handle this. This is, it was rough. So Disney Mm. world is just a magical place, you know, (laughs) it's, it's magical. So we we went on our honeymoon to Disney world and all that. So anyways, Uh we went to Disney and when we went, we just really felt like the Lord was giving us the green light to pursue adoption. So we looked at all of our avenues. We didn't know which way we wanted to go. And after the Lord led us to um, adopt the way we went, um, (laughs) a week after pairing with Sadie's birth mother, I found out I was pregnant and on no medication, on nothing. Okay. I wasn't even like that. Yeah. No. Okay. So tell me, how long have y'all been married at this point now? So, so this was the last year. Yeah. So after the miscarriage, this was last year. We celebrated our four year anniversary. The like a week after I found out I was pregnant with my first that I miscarried. Okay. So, um, you know, that was like, we had just been married a little over four years. Okay. When we pursued adoption. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then, yeah. then the two miscarriages. Yeah. And two then, miscarriages. Okay. And then you got paired with Sadie's birth mom. Yeah. So all of that happened like That's within fast. like five hours. So we call, we worked with a private attorney I'm in Arkansas and they actually, this, this attorney works with Marshallese adoption. So Sadie is a hundred percent Marshallese from the Marshall Islands. She's our little Asian princess. She's adorable. Um, she's adorable. She is like, she's my world. Um, yeah. And so, 
anyways, um, after we paired, I mean, we called him for the first time. He more or less said, okay, in a few hours, I have a mother who would like to FaceTime with you. We FaceTimed with her and we were paired. I mean, that was it. So, okay, let me stop you one more time. Okay. So when you started the adoption process, how long was it with all the papers and stuff when you started Mm -hmm. that to when you were paired? Okay, so let me just back up because we started the process of the home study before I ever got pregnant. Okay. So we we started, so we actually announced that we were, because we were like fundraising and we announced to the world basically that we were, we were right in the middle of our infertility journey when we announced. And so it was, it was like the summer before I miscarried in October. So the summer of 2015. Gotcha. Okay. So, so then fast yeah. forward, you got to pair with, so you FaceTime with the birth mom and then you're paired immediately. Yes. Paired like hours immediately. Later. <gasps> yes. Okay. Yes. And then hours what later. happened? Okay. So <laughs> this is how it was. So, um, me and Brett, I was, I was done. I was emotionally like, I just, I couldn't handle the thought of having another miscarriage. And I was so just overwhelmed with like God's fulfilling. He was fulfilling his promise to me with Sadie. And I didn't know, we didn't know it was a girl um, until about, you know, halfway through. So anyways, I didn't take, I just, I decided not to take our infertility treatments. Like I didn't want it. I didn't, I wasn't even thinking about that. And a week after we paired with Sadie's birth mother, I began to feel funny. <laughs> just a little funny i was feeling i i I mean i had been pregnant twice so i knew this the feelings Mm -hmm. i mean the first thing that hits me is my mood i'm i'm the most Mm -hmm. moodiest person my poor husband like (laughs) praise god he didn't leave me during those times because (laughs) i was so moody and in fact he was like ashley do you do you think maybe and i said Mm -hmm. um negative (laughs) negative (laughs) negative because you've already been through miscarriage you've already been through infertility yeah. And, and the miscarriage did were did you get pregnant with those with the medicine? Yes. See, yes. so you're like, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> and you know, we, I was so focused on Sadie. So, anyways, mm-hmm. a week after I took a pregnancy test, and Brett was not home, and I was just absolutely, and I could not believe it. Like, I didn't. I really had no words. I mean, wh- I uh-uh. what? Like, we're about to have, are we seriously having two children? Well, honestly, first of all, I'm just going to be straight honest. When I saw the, the, um, I mean, when you've gone through two miscarriages, your first thought is, oh, my gosh, here we go again. Mm, You know, and I I was a big old brat. I'm just going to be honest, Ren, because when I I pulled myself up to the doctor's uh, appointment, I was about eight weeks pregnant pregnant with Todd, um, I squalled when she was drawing my blood. Like I said, Mm. and I looked at her and said, I do not want to be here. Like, (laughs) I mean, I was a big old brat and I'm almost embarrassed. Like, but it it wasn't that I didn't want to like my baby. I did. I longed for my child. Mm. I longed for that, that baby, but, um, I didn't want to go through Mm -mm. the miscarriage. And so anyways, God is so good. And here I sit with two beautiful babies and they've changed my life. My season is hundred degrees different than what it was before. So I wouldn't have it any other way. And how, uh, how many months, weeks apart are they? They're eight weeks apart. So we got the call for Sadie. Um, this, oh my gosh, we just celebrated her one year birthday and we got the call for her 
this, um, I guess it was in August, it was like August 24th or 23rd of last year. And so we spent three weeks in an Arkansas hotel room and I was eight months <gasps> pregnant. Wow. I mean, seriously, mm. my stomach, mm. my, my belly was huge and I was like a nervous wreck that I was going to end up having Todd in, you uh, know, yeah. and, and that journey in and of itself, I've never... I've never been through a more scarier process in my entire life because the entire time, Sadie was mine from the get-go. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, even in the hospital, they gave me a room. Sadie was with me 24-7, but she was not legally mine. Right. And so there was all, with adoption, there's always a chance that the birth mother could change her mind, and mm-hmm. rightfully so. You know, that's, I right. mean, she should have that choice. Sure. You know? and, right. Um, we formed a sweet relationship with the birth mother, and, and she knew exactly what she was doing, and um, we still have a good relationship. But, but yeah, three weeks. Scary. That is amazing. And now they're eight weeks apart and Todd is super cute too. So you've got like two, like a set of (laughs) twins in reality that don't look like each other. And I love it. I think it's Can you imagine the stares that I get? Oh, I bet. Yes. Yes. They're like, wait. Yeah, happened. but it's such an awesome conversation starter for Jesus. Like, Absolutely. I know that he has given me that sweet little opportunity, that door to like just mm-hmm. bring Jesus mm-hmm. into every single conversation because they're with right. me everywhere I go and they right. all, everybody wants to know what's going on with that. Right. Well, and so. then, you know how everybody always would say, I don't know, they used to say it to me when we were going through infertility, they would say, well, all you need to do is adopt and then you'll um, get pregnant. So how do you feel when you hear something like that? They were both planned. You know, Absolutely. sometimes there's there's a lot of like trigger words with and use with you have walked having walked through infertility and there's a lot of trigger words that people have to be careful of. I feel like that is one of them just because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it can almost it can almost like belittle the the, like Sadie, you know, yeah. like, well, you just pursued her and then you got pregnant. Like, that, right. You it's like, really, you, right, 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 right. Like, like, well, like she was plan B. Todd was right. plan A. Like, mm. Sadie's my little promise and Todd's my little miracle. Mm. And Sadie was always, Sadie was promised to me long before I ever met my husband, you know? Right. And so, right. um, and Todd, and I've always known, I mean, I've always had the desire to be a mama to a biological child as well. So, right. you know, that was God's sweet little plan. So absolutely. Okay. And so, um, recently you posted, um, that y'all are kind of going through a, a, a little adjustment. So how's that going where you are, um, they all were about to buy a house and oh, y'all decided, you know, we need to concentrate yeah. on Brett going to school and we yes. need to, I inserted this question, sorry. No, <laughs> you posted it last time. week. Um, and, and you said, okay, w- instead we're going to take a step back. We're going to save our money. We're going to move in with the in-laws for a year and save money and put Brett through school. How's it going? Well, um, so it's interesting. So just with me sharing that recently, that's mm-hmm. been kind of a, place in my heart that the Lord has kind of tapped in just recently and and asked me to be vulnerable about. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's asked me to be vulnerable in every other area, just kind of like, um, just sheer and letting people just see straight through me and Mm -hmm. transparent. And that was a a part of my life. I did not want to share. Um, Mm -hmm. because you know, I mean, you know, you're 27 years old, you have a family and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you have two children. I mean that in our culture and our, this American dream, which, you know, we're, we're, we're exiles in this world. Anyways, we're not supposed to be so wrapped up in that and the Lord hadn't called us to that anyways but 
it's interesting. It's different and it's refining. If I could give mm-hmm. one word for that, it would be refining. So me and Brett, and um, Brett actually, the Lord just fin- has finally um, really solidified a career path for him. He's been um, on that journey for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, I stepped down from my position as a girls minister at a, a church that um, is close by uh, to be a mama. So mm-hmm. we were going from two incomes to one. And then I also lived in a church house that came with my job. So they were so gracious to let us stay there for a year. And then, you know, we actually began pursuing homes. You know, we began, we had a contract on a home actually. Mm -hmm. And we, me and my husband sat down and really, really prayed and asked the Lord, what would be the best option? And Brett was about to start school, which is only, he's almost done. And he'll be done actually in May of this next year. That's great. So it's not long. It really wasn't long. You know, so we're like, okay, in the long run, it would be worth it. I think if we waited and just, (laughs) our in-laws are wonderful. They've let us move in. Um, and to be honest, it's been kind of, it's, it's been really good. I mean, the Lord is like, I mean, I, I was so heavy with all these fears and worries about just not having our own space and, and feeling like we were going to drive our in-laws nuts because me and Brett are crazy, you know, and babies, (laughs) the babies are crazy. They're all over the place. I mean, just today I broke a, like a super nice glass bowl trying to unload the dishes when Sadie and Todd were crawling all over my lap. So I had to like text her and break the news that I'd broken an awesome glass issue. So, you know, it's a little stressful, but, um, but yeah, God's been so good. Refined me, refined me. He's Mm -hmm. just shown me what I need in life, the simplicity of life, how simple he wants my life Mm -hmm. to be. And he wants Mm -hmm. it to be all about him. The material things will come if I delight in the Lord, the things that I need, right? you know? Um, yeah. And I, I just, when I read your post, I felt so much joy from you though. Like it was just like joy was exuding, like, this is what we're going to do. God's called us to do it. And we're yeah. going to do it. And I was just like, yes, that's what people need to hear. That's what moms and women, just single or married or with kids, without kids, they need right. to hear that, that it's okay. This is what God has called us to do. You do what God has called you to do. If he calls yeah. us to do this to save money and to be wise about finances, yeah, yes. That's tough. It's, <laughs> that's tough. It's to tough. It's tough. It really is. But it's. But it's so worth it, and you're doing what God yeah. wants you to do. And listen, we're living with my parents. That's why I'm in front of a bed right now. We're listening. We're living with my parents while we're, we're building a house, but still, we're living with them. No way! And we're having a ball. We love yeah. it. You know, you we really are. It's fun. It's really it's fun. So fun. It is. And then, and then, you know, you look forward. I mean, I'm here all day with the baby, so I look forward to them coming home. And then right. the babies love them, so they oh, look forward to yes. them coming home. That's awesome. So. I think it's great that they're there in the same city that you live in. That's huge. Oh. That's it's huge. a blessing that That's my family's great. so close. It That's really awesome. is. So your mother-in-law, she works outside of the home. So she's yeah, not so there. it's funny. Like I've literally, I mean, most of the time I have the house to myself. So like That's my fun. mother-in-law and my father-in-law, both like they just roll up in, in, into the house about 30 minutes ago. And they've been okay. gone since like six. <gasps> wow. So that's yeah. really, so it's really not like you're encroaching during the day because you're just there with the babies. No. <gasps> yeah, not that's at all. Awesome. And I have lots of sweet friends that come visit me. I mean, almost that's on awesome. a daily, I have friends with, I've met so many mamas in this season. And I mean, it's just been nice to meet, to get out and meet new friends and have them visit and babies are playing and it's fun. Well, I want to ask you, you are the founder of Flourish Ministries. Right. When have you had the time (laughs) to, to I mean, to really, to start this? When did you do this? Okay. So uh, praise God, I did this before babies. I started (laughs) it before babies because I don't know that it would even exist had I not done that, to be honest. It's Um, awesome though. 
Well, thank you. So Flourish actually was birthed in my heart when I was um, I was a girls minister. I worked with middle and high school girls before babies, and um, that was my dream job. I was in I was just in I was in a really 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 sad sad job before that, and I was desperate. Like I knew the Lord had called me to ministry, and um, I stuck out I stuck it out at that job, and the Lord was so faithful. Just dropped this opportunity in my lap to become a girls minister, and so I planned events and did all kinds of things with them and formed relationships. But in the process, the Lord really began to, to put this word flourish into my heart. Um, you know, it was I was noticing all these girls walking through these awkward issues and these issues that were sort of a gray in a gray area in the word mm-hmm. and um you know it's just awkward issues of dealing with your what your flesh wanted versus what the lord wanted and and so often their flesh would win and they would just get so defeated and discouraged mm-hmm. and flourish was birthed out of a desire really it started with girls um and it's migrated since then but it started with girls just a desire to see them flourish in their walks with the lord while flourishing through the awkward seasons of life and um, What's funny is as I've transitioned into this mama season, um, (laughs) the Lord has like shifted gears with me. And yes, I still have a heart for girls, but he has given me such a heart for wives and moms in this Mm -hmm. season. Because guess Mm -hmm. what? We're still in awkward seasons. Right. You know, I mean, I mean, every new season you embrace is an awkward season because you're not familiar with it. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, it's so crucial to stay close to Jesus through those processes because he's going to be your steady in the middle of all of that awkward. Mm-hmm. He's going to, he's going to be the foundation when you feel like the waves are coming crashing in on you and you don't know which direction to turn. So uh, flourish was birthed out of that desire. And he put that word into my heart based out of Psalms, uh, a verse in Psalms that says planted in the courts of, um, uh, or planted in the house of the Lord, she will flourish in the courts of her God. Mm-hmm. And that's my desire, is to see women and moms just get it, the light bulb to go off, for them to get it, see how much Jesus loves them and how crazy He is, how crazy His love is, like the dance, mm-hmm. the romance that He calls us into to be with Him, the just the passion that He has for us will change our lives if we'll just grasp it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So often we feel not worthy enough to grasp it. You know, not worthy enough to receive his love. And and I think about the scripture in Hosea, too. This is always a reference point for me is, you know, I will lead her out into the wilderness and speak tenderly to her. Like, I will give her a bouquet of roses. I will ask her to dance. Like, that's our God. Mm -hmm. He's wanting to be Prince Charming to us. So that's my heart. My heart is to see. And you asked about about having time. And to be honest, that's been a huge challenge in this season. And I've had to give myself a ton, tap into God's grace, a ton. Mm-hmm. Because right. I don't have the time. Like, my calling now is to be a wife and to be a daughter of the Lord and to be a mother. Right. And if I, I'm doing anything, even good things that are taking away mm-hmm. from my attention with my children, I'm guilty. Right. And I, I have a, I have a cloud over me that's this not that's not how God's called me to, to, to you know, um, execute what he, with flourish. I mean, he's he wants good things to come out of flourish, but I have to have my priorities in order. And so it's just sure. a matter of balancing my priorities. Like now, the babies are asleep, and we're free to just be crazy on this thing. You know, we're free <laughs> to just get wild for Jesus. You know, right, but right. Well, and tell me this: when um um when you do flourish, do you ever go and speak at different? Like, do you have a group of women that? kind of are on kind of the board of directors per se, where y'all can go speak at churches nearby or how do you flesh it out? 
Yeah, so Flourish is a nonprofit. We became a nonprofit right before um, right before I had babies, and so we do have a board. Um, to be honest, and and before babies, I was speaking at several different churches. Actually, um, I was speaking more so at girls' events. Yeah. Um, and my heart's desire is to speak. Um, and so I've actually. It's funny, like sometimes the Lord will lead you to opportunities, but sometimes you are the opportunity. And I feel like the Lord, I feel like the Lord in this season has like, you know, a lot of times I think I I have sat in the past and just waited around for a door to open. And that's wonderful at at times, but I feel like he was asking me to go open it myself. And so I've actually started, I do speak, I speak to a group of women um, in face-to-face conversation and online. Um, Majority of my group right now is online. I'm leading a fall Bible study right now. Um, It's called, I've actually branched off. Flourish has now um, a little group underneath it called Flourish Flourish. Wait, and say that again. Real- I think you went out. I think you went out. Say it again. Flourish. Yeah. Can you hear me? It's Flourish Mama Flourish. I love it. I saw it. Yeah. And you're doing a, a marriage study, right? Yes. So I welcomed wives and, and women even into this group and we've actually got about 600 ladies just online and um, I think we might have more than that to be honest it's hard to keep up like and um, who have joined our online Bible study and they're watching on Facebook live that's uh, every great. Friday morning oh that's wonderful yeah. but yeah so that opportunity you know I'm sitting here with my babies during the day and and it's hard it's hard to get out and plan. It's hard to, it's hard to make time to, my desire, yes, is to speak, but the Lord, you know, it might look different for me. I mean, it might be speaking through Facebook live. It might be, you know, it, it, I can't put God in a box in this season. And that was a hard thing for me to come into with all my dreams and my desires and and what I want to see out of flourish. And God was like, if you just lay it at my feet and if you just let me use you in a different way, I will, you will reach who I want you to reach. You know, he cares about the one. And so Mm -hmm. if I'm reaching one, that's his will for my life. And, and if you get focused on numbers and how many speaking engagements you have, then Our success cannot be defined by that. Right. I have several friends that like have the same dream as, I don't know, we all seem to, God has really brought me to a lot of girls, women my age that have the same dreams as me as far as speaking and writing and and just doing big things in ministry. And, you know, it's funny if you look at like, if I look at my role models, which would be obvious, the obvious, you know, you got Beth Moore, you've got Lisa Bevere, you've got all these amazing Mm -hmm. women doing amazing things. But when did their ministry start? It really started after they were out of the baby season. Mm -hmm. You know, it was the the under, somebody is like, spoke such life into me. Another mom, a friend of mine, this is our underground season. Mm -hmm. And we are being prepared for the massive thing that he has for us, but Mm -hmm. it's not yet. Right. You know, and so the, it's important right now to stay focused on the daily little things that he has called us to do in ministry right. so that we can be prepared in this underground season so that when our children are at school, when our children, when we do uh-huh. have more free time on our hands, we're uh-huh. not saying, okay, now I'll start doing the little to prepare. No, right. we're ready and right. we're full of scripture. We know the word because we've like dove ourselves. We've just right. covered we've ourselves. We've been saturated it. with it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That's great. I love that because, and I think I've heard somebody on another podcast podcast too saying don't not do something now because you're like oh well I I can't do anything right now no you can you do the Facebook online you can't go and speak maybe you know on a Thursday night 
every right. Thursday night. But you can sure do Facebook Live when the babies go to bed. I can't maybe right. go do something, but I can do the podcast when my son goes to bed or, or at nap time. It's just, it's exciting because you know that God's doing a great work in a lot of women's hearts. And it's yes, exciting I pray to that see he is. It. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what... Um, and we kind of talked about this a little bit about balancing social media, and we kind of went through that. But the reason I was drawn to you is your story, but then just your authentic nature about you, mm. and and just your realness. So I thank, thank you. you for being thank that you. way and being passionate about the Lord and passionate about the season that you are in. But just. Yeah being your authentic self. And I well, thank you. That. Social media. I've been on a journey with social media lately and I'm still on it to be quite honest. Just really asking the Lord like what he wants me to do with it. Because I know so many, I've connected with so many mamas on Facebook or on uh, Instagram, which have been mm-hmm. so sweet to me. And, and I've had several companies. So overnight, and this is just a little tidbit overnight, I gained about 11,000 followers. I don't, on Instagram. I don't know how. So wow. I've posted, I went to church one, one Sunday, the Sunday before I had Todd, we only went to church one Sunday be- between Sadie and Todd, mm-hmm. um, because we, you know, we were in Arkansas. So I was very pregnant and I posted the picture and somehow through that picture, I landed 11,000 new followers. So wow. in, in saying that, that's really, and I only say that to say like, it's been very challenging for me because wow. as awesome as that seems like uh-huh. a lot, I think a lot of moms have just dove headfirst into um, using the social media platform on Instagram as an awesome way to connect with, you know, this is a side note, but to connect with like brands and they're promoting different brands of clothing, of things okay. for their babies. They're connecting with different people. And a lot of times you can make really good money off of that. And okay. I was feeling this and, and it's people that ha- are trying to gain more followers. Well, uh, every time I posted about Jesus, I lost followers. <gasps> really? Yes, yes ma'am. So I went from 11. I went, and this has really been a challenge for me. I went from 11. This is so silly that I even know this. 11 no. point like seven mm-hmm. to I have 10.6 now. So I've lost over a thousand followers oh. simply because I've, I, I know, I mean, it's because I've posted about the Lord and wow. I've been authentic like that. And I, that's what I feel called to. And I don't really, Mm-mm. I haven't really just, just consumed the whole brand thing yet. A lot of moms that I know are amazing at that and we're just yeah. women in general, are, but oh. I, I've really gone through this. Okay. It's so easy to find your worth in social media and Instagram. Yes. It just, yes. as a 27 year old woman, it is it's right. still hard. Right. right. And so it's difficult. And so the Lord has like really shown me through this, like even more so what his calling is for me and for social media. And, and it's so important to know your calling. If that's what you're called to, if you mm-hmm. are called to do that, if you're, that's, that's awesome. You go yeah. for it. But it's so easy to like, look at that number of how many followers you have. And mm-hmm. as you see the number decrease, you mm-hmm. also begin to feel like your worth decreases as well, mm-hmm. you know, and your, and your words decrease. And that is so warped. And so just the enemy. And yes. so anyone even listening to this, if you're struggling at all with social media, I, I encourage you, you know, to, um, to really seek out the Lord on your, on his calling on your life for that. And you've got to find your worth. And I don't care if you have a hundred followers. I don't yes. care if you have a 10,000, you've got to find your worth in Christ before you're ever gonna, to really 
fulfill that calling on social media. Absolutely. And, you know, I just heard on Emily P. Freeman. She's written the book Simply Tuesday. She's a blogger. and she, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I love listening to her. And she has a new podcast out called um, The Next Right Thing. And I was listening to it. And it comes out every Tuesday, and I, like, soak it up. Because, I mean, her kind of tagline for what her mission is and her calling is is to um, train people or teach people how to let your soul breathe. Mm -hmm. And she said that it was a quote, and I can't remember who said it, but she just said, our souls were not meant to handle fame. It, it was a lot more eloquently than that. That's so good, though. But That's it is. So but it's true. And it was like, we were, she, and she, she went back to, I think this was episode seven. It came out Tuesday, yesterday. Um, and it said, when we watched American Idol, like, five years ago, when Philip Phillips won, and how mm -hmm. he, he just seemed, she said, I don't know him. I don't know what he was thinking. But she said, I could guess. <laughs> she said, right. he just, like, all he could do was starting to sing, and then all he could do is walk down and just pretty much collapse into his family's arms because mm -hmm. the, his soul, our souls are not meant to handle fame. And I thought, right. wow, that's so good to grab onto that and to remind ourselves of that. That's huge. Yeah. Even in ministry, it's so easy mm -hmm. to be like, okay, well, I'm going to do this with the hopes that I land a speaking gig, or I'm going to yes. do this with the hopes that this or that or this. And it's like, what? Yes. That is so, he's just changing my entire mindset mm -hmm. with all that, you know? And that's so sad he even has to change it. But we're just no. dealing with this flesh on our bones and right. it's a struggle. Right. It's the struggle between the flesh and the spirit for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I um, want to ask you four more questions. Okay. And these are the fun <laughs> questions. I, I say that and I'm like, oh. um, okay, I'm a snacker. I like to eat. Yes, so what's girl, your favorite? what's your favorite snack right now? Oh my gosh, get me ice cream. Just get me yes. some ice cream. I told you the other day, just get me some Ben and Jerry's, girl. Yes. Half baked. I want some half baked what is right that? now. What is that? Oh, it's just heaven in a cup and <laughs> a pint. It's what, heaven. What's it? What kind is it? Half baked? It's, yeah, so it's got cookie dough in it. It's just like gobs of cookie dough. Uh. I'm telling you. Get, I can't fit in my pants, but I'm going to go get me a pint of that Ben & Jerry's. Girl, I got my stretchy snowflake pajama pants on that I wear almost every night. I need Thank my you. Batman ones. So. I have my Batman and my, my Catwoman ones. So, but That's one, one thing right about now. living with the in-laws is they know all of your pajamas, and they're realizing my pajamas are super slim. I love it. I love it so much. Okay, so Ben & Jerry's. That's good. That's good. I like ice cream, too. Um, love it. Oh, well, and you know what I did is uh, this is, yeah, I made some cookies and then I put them in the ice cream. So it doesn't help. <gasps> oh, I know. Oh, and I heat them so up. Good, so I'm going to oh, do half baked. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go look in that. Okay. If you're a big reader, what are you reading right now? Oh man. Okay. So obviously right now our study is called, um, the excellent wife we're okay. doing for flourish. And so I'm all up in that book, um, oh, yeah. which this is like my third time reading through it. It's by Martha Peace, the okay. best book ever. Okay. It sounds um, very enticing. Like the excellent oh, wife. It just sounds gosh. good. It seems like you read it and you're like, that ain't no way I'm going to be the excellent <laughs> wife. That just seems like it's unattainable, but I'm telling you, it's so good. But okay. I'm reading that. I've read that three times. So I'm also reading a book called wild and free. Yes. Um, by Jess McConnelly and oh, 
I'm going to forget the other name. I know but, who you're talking about, though. Yes. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh, it's the it's best. Good. It's so good. Yes. Oh, okay. That's on my so list. A sweet book. And I still haven't read it, so I will. I will. Yeah. <gasps> Simply Tuesday is on my bucket list, so oh. we'll have to swap when we get Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When we meet in person, we will. It's, yeah. It's yeah. so good. Okay. Um, what is something you're praying for right now? Well, to be honest, obviously we're praying for a home. Um, yes. And I know that's so, like, when people ask me that, like, honestly, my first, I, I don't want to list off just some, something materialistic, but the Lord cares about that. And I'm actually really, I'm praying for a home and I'm praying for my finances. I keep hearing the word from the Lord, get your house in order, mm. get your house in order. And I hear him saying it to me in the spiritual um, realm and all, like spiritual aspect. I also mm-hmm. hear him saying it to me in like the physical aspect, you know, just, mm-hmm. um, physically get your home and your budget and your finances, which mm-hmm. is something that I've been tackling with even sharing on flourish these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, just we're praying for a home and we're praying for a sweet little place to raise it. Not a big home, just a home yeah. and a, right. a home, a cozy little home to raise our babies in. And yeah. I mean, he tells us that he wants to prepare our tents, that he wants to set us in a wide place. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that spiritually and physically, he yeah. wants to bless us. We're his Definitely. children. Right. And so I'm really praying for that girl. And I'm, I'm, I'm praying ahead of time because we got about yeah. a year left. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. So pray for me. <laughs> I will. I will pray for you. I'll write you down and pray for you. Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H. I will totally A-N-A-N-N-E. write you down. A-N-N-E. <laughs> I will because he cares about it. You're right. I love it. I love yeah. it. Okay. I'm praying as we move into our house is just that we'll be a lighthouse. Like I'm just, I'm really, I started writing, um, do you follow Val Marie paper? You need to look her up on Instagram. No, I don't. She is amazing. She does prayer journals. Now I love me some journals. Okay, girl. Oh man. This is free. She did a free sheet, a free download of house prayers. You got to get this girl. It. What, just to, like, pray over your house with? Yes, and, like, details, like laundry room. We pray that um, our hearts would be clean and pure uh, in front of you. And so what I did is I took them, and while they're building our house, I wrote all those prayers, not all of them, but some of them on, and I just went through my house and prayed and wrote it down with Sharpie on the foundation. Because I was like, I want this on on the house. Okay, so last question for you. What are Mm -hmm. you loving these days? Oh my goodness. Well, there are so many answers for this, Ren. Um, first of all, I'm just loving that the fact that we're in fall. Um, yes. I'm obsessed with fall. I'm yes. obsessed with pumpkins. Yes. I'm obsessed with all of it. Um, I'm obsessed with pumpkin spice lattes. I'm your basic white girl. Um, <laughs> Brett says, like, my husband's like, just give her Target and a pumpkin spice latte and she'll be good to go. She's good. But no, yeah. I'm loving fall. I'm loving just seeing the seasons change. And honestly, I'm loving, like, what Jesus is speaking to me as the season changes. So the season's changing. My season has is in full swing of change. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just heavy in it. And I'm meeting new mamas. We do meet every Friday morning. So I get to meet face-to-face with about 20 mamas and oh. meet other babies. And it's just a sweet new season that God's just bringing new, just new into. New perspective, a new view, um, new opportunities for me, a new vision. New, just awesome. It's just good. Well, that's great. I think I love your passion about everything. I mean, you're just the happiest person ever. Uh, well, I don't know. Girl, I don't know about that, but I, I mean, really though, Jesus makes me, I mean, just 
Jesus is so enough for me. And my mantra, especially on social media, is like, Jesus is just enough, girl. He's, I don't need anything else. I mean, and I had to get to that place in my infertility journey of just him being enough. You know, if I never, if you never give me babies, you are enough for me. Yes. You know, and and ever since then, it's just, he is. And so that's just, Mm -hmm. that's enough to to make you just filled with joy and full of joy. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You are a delight. Yeah. I need to. I need to meet you in person for sure. Yes, well, for let's sure. get together. We I'm need come to up and just hear Brother Steve. That's right. right. He's my. He's my pastor from from That's the, awesome. the baby years. So That's so. I can't great. wait to meet you. Okay, how old? <laughs> me either. How old are your are your babies? How old is Sadie and how old is Todd now? Sadie is a year. Todd turns. I'm planning his birthday, little Fox and the Hound birthday party. Oh. We're gonna have it October 14th, so <gasps> he's about to be a year too. Yeah, oh, be so still exciting. my heart. Be still your oh. heart. I know, and they go so fast, but it's such a great. That's every stage I love. Yeah, you know, yeah. this so, stage is the best. It's, it's, it's trying good. because it they're is. into everything, but yes, it is the best. It is awesome. Well, thank you so 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 yeah, much. Thank I appreciate you for having it. me. Yes, absolutely, and I will talk to you. All soon. right, bye. All right, bye, Ryan. Thanks. <laughs> Wasn't Ashley a pure delight? I enjoyed our conversation so much with each other, and I loved how she talked about um, the amount of followers she had in her ministry and that she really doesn't focus on that, and she just said that, you know, if she's reaching one, then that's God's will for her life, Um, and talked about, you know, if it's 100 followers or 10,000 followers, that you have got to do what God has called you to do. I love that. I also loved how she talked about how Jesus is enough that he is enough for her in her life and um, her passion she has for women and the ministry and for girls and um, just for moms to realize that and just um, her passion just for Jesus just comes out. It just exudes out. And I also loved how she talked about this underground season in her life right now as she has babies at home and God just has her right now at this underground season in her life where she is um, walking with him and just soaking up the word as she has those babies at home. And I just loved everything about it. So you can find Ashley on Instagram at Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H, Gurley, G-U-R-L-E-Y on Instagram. And also Flourish. It's Flourish, at Flourish, underscore I-N-C. And she's doing a great thing over there. And also on Facebook, you can find her. Go find her. Go follow her. She's so encouraging, so refreshing. And also I want to let you know that we have a few bloopers. Well, it's, all, it's just one. We <laughs> One little blooper um, at the end. So hang on for that. But thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for sharing this with your friends and for maybe for women that have a ministry in sight. And they're just right now on that underground season. And that this would just encourage them through their um, time with raising those sweet babies at home. And, I want to say also, thank you so much for following me on Instagram and also just for listening. Y'all, this is such a joy for me to do. This is so encouraging for me to hear my friends' stories, but then also to hear from you and which stories just hit home with you. So thank you so much for listening and sharing it. I really appreciate it. So I will see you next time in a couple weeks. It will be with Emily. And Emily talks about a time in her life where she has... um, a specific instance in her life that happens that totally changes the trajectory of her life. So um, catch that around the middle of the month, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys, so much.
Well, and that's kind of like my podcast is like, I knew, oh, there's a bug on me. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bug that flew on me. I'm like, hello. Um, anyway, he just needed to hear what we were going to say. I'm like, oh. I guess so. Anyway, um, the mosquitoes are bad down here. They're horrible. They're just the worst.